You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good evening. It's good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Monday, July the 25th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Israel-Russia tensions over the Jewish agency activities in Russia. An Israeli delegation from Israel's foreign ministry that was due to depart last night for Moscow did not leave as planned, and it is not clear when it will depart. Sources in Israel said that members of the delegations had yet to receive entry visas for Russia. A Khan reporter notes that Prime Minister Yair Lapid yesterday instructed the foreign ministry to draw up steps, including closing a Russian cultural center in Israel, should Russia shut down the Jewish agency activities on its territory. Lapid warned that action by Moscow would affect ties between the two countries. Natan Sharansky, a former Jewish agency chair, said in response to the developments that Russian President Vladimir Putin has no problem with the Jewish agency. Sharansky told Ynet he didn't even touch it when Russia passed laws that organizations receiving funding from abroad could be declared a foreign agent. Sharansky also defended Prime Minister Yair Lapid's comments that have been critical of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, saying that they needed to be said. Tzvim again, a former Israeli ambassador to Russia and Ukraine, called the Russian threats against the Jewish agency as rhetoric intended to create tension. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested seven Palestinians wanted for suspected terror activity. Security forces also seized illegal weapons. In one of the locations, disturbances erupted and rioters threw stones at the security forces who responded with crowd dispersal means. Israeli security forces have arrested nine residents of East Jerusalem suspected of belonging to a terrorist organization. The nine were allegedly in contact with Hamas figures abroad and received financing from them to recruit more operatives. They've been remanded in custody. Prosecutors are expected to file charges today against the central suspect, a man in his 40s, with additional indictments expected in the coming days. The monkeypox outbreak. The health ministry has announced that those eligible for the vaccine against the virus are men born from the year 1980 who are taking PREAP, a pre-HIV prophylactic drug, and also those men who are HIV positive or have other sexually transmitted diseases. In special cases, health authorities will also consider vaccinating youth under the age of 18. Last week, Khan reported that the health ministry would offer the vaccine against monkeypox via health funds to high-risk populations as a protective measure. Politics. A Khan survey has found that if elections were held today, the so-called Netanyahu bloc would win 60 seats. In the latest poll, the Likud gained a mandate for a total of 35 seats, while Yeshatid lost one and dropped to 22. The blue and white New Hope joint list fell two mandates to 12. Religious Zionism, 10. Shas, 8. United Torah Judaism, 7. In this recent poll, Labor gained a mandate for six, 
while the joint list also won six mandates. Meretz, if it were led by Zahava Galon, would gain a mandate for five, but led by Yair Golan would get only four. The joint list would climb to seven. Yisrael Beitenu would get five mandates and the joint list four, should Zahava Galon lead Meretz. Yamina, led by Ayelet Shaked, would not pass the threshold. The survey was carried out by the Kantar Institute with a representative poll of 552 respondents. The margin for error was 4.4%. Prime Minister Lapid took part in a ceremony today presenting the Law on Welfare Services for People with Special Needs. For the first time, the right of those with disabilities to live an independent life in the community with appropriate support services provided to them will be anchored in law. Lapid, whose daughter is on the autism spectrum, said that every person with disabilities is different, all disabilities are different, but what is shared is the need for help, the exhaustion of the parents, and the chaos over trying to understand what rights we are entitled to. We pass this law so families do not have to do this by themselves. Disruptions to train service due to infrastructure problems. Changes were made to the Jerusalem-Herzliya route timetable. It is gradually returning to regular service at this hour. Service on the Tel Aviv-Haifa line was halted this week due to track work. And the faculty at Ariel University is striking classes and exams tomorrow in protest over work conditions. The Workers' Committee and the Laomit Trade Federation said the labor action is over the refusal of the university leadership to improve their conditions. The university said that three years ago an agreement was signed with the Workers' Committee that is expected to be renewed in October of next year. The weather outlook, hotter, hazy along the coast. Tomorrow the same. Thursday, hot and dry in the hills and inland, hazy along the coast. Extreme heat over most of the country. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, 31, Haifa, 29, Beersheba, 36, and in Eilat, going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page. 